Hello and welcome to the Driving Monkey Podcast uh, here in the Driving Monkey Studios. I'm your host, James Yuloff. Today we have John Sheezer with us. He's a comedian and host of Sportsaholic, uh, originally from Kansas City, now making his home in L.A. Welcome. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having Ooh, me. It's, it's nice to actually be a guest on, on, a, on a good show. Like <laughs> Instead this, of so. running your own. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we've got um, Grant Lyon here, originally from San, San Francisco, uh, a comedian himself, um, now making his home in Los Angeles as well. Hello, Grant. Good day to you, Ooh. podcast listeners. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming out. And we have uh, Brett Gilbert, of course, um, comedian. He's originally from Syracuse, New York, a beautiful little city upstate there, and now making his home in L.A. You've, oh, you've been in L.A. forever, though. Yeah, yeah, Brett. it's 98. It's 19, 1898? <laughs> One more. foot in the grave. <laughs> oh, we got some great... We got some. Are you immortal? <laughs> the Highlander? I'm touching him right now. He has to cut open. the head off a, at an open mic to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have the power. That's how I got my funny. I cut the head off another comic. <laughs> <laughs> Absorbed his essence. Yes. Unfortunately, it was Carrot Top. Oh, he's a wonderful entertainer. He is. We got some great news topics here, though. Um, the host of Jeopardy, Alex Trebek, um, snapped his Achilles tendon while running after a burglar who had stolen cash, a bracelet, and some other items from his San Francisco hotel room. The 71-year-old Trebek says that he also injured his other leg while falling down during the chase early Wednesday. He was on crutches later that Wednesday when he hosted the National Geographic World Championship at Google, Google headquarters in Mountain View. San Francisco Police Lieutenant Troy Dangerfield says 56-year-old Lucinda Myers was arrested on suspicion of felony burglary and receiving stolen property. The cash and bracelet haven't been found, but other items were covered. Dangerfield says officers found several items near the hotel ice machine. What age do you quit chasing a burglar? Yeah. <laughs> I know that's, that's the answer to this Jeopardy question. What is things you shouldn't do at age 71? If you... <laughs> You're like, does he? He's got the best job in showbiz. He, how long has he been hosting Jeopardy? A million years? Thir at least yes. 30, yeah. That's yeah, been yeah. his whole career. I don't and think he's, he's done anything else. He does not need a bracelet. Like, how much sentimental value? It's not worth your Achilles uh, tendon. It was a shitload, actually. Uh, his was, I think it was his mom handed down, like, it was one of those, like, priceless. This has been in my family for like. The sentimental value was yeah. through the roof. Right. <laughs> so, obviously, there was an inside job here. They knew where to hit him hard, where it hurt, not just financially, but emotionally. It so, was an inside yeah. job. Yeah. Someone, he, he burned. They hit it next to an ice machine yeah. that's how he, he burned some bridges with somebody i think that was the original um computer that they beat on jeopardy he's uh, coming back i think <laughs> i think bob barker's going after him because he wants the title of longest uh game show host of all time so he's doing stuff he's to mess with Trebek. To bob actually uh, is he getting close i would i'm sure yeah. yeah well if if you look at when i when this when this article came up online i saw the picture of him like alex looks awful now i don't know if i just haven't seen him in 10 years but he officially just looks old as hell now I'm or like, he looks great for 90 true yeah. <laughs> yeah or he's got a great plastic surgery well if you chase somebody and tear your achilles tendon oh. and also injure your other leg yeah <laughs> i think yeah. didn't he fall down a flight of stairs or yeah something? well Was he it? he hurt he snapped his achilles and then fell down a flight of stairs and hurt oh. his other leg his non-Achilles leg. <laughs> so he injured both legs. Yeah, you're officially uh, old when you... Yeah. When you <laughs> but his hips are fine. <laughs> which is crazy. Which is weird. Yeah. Uh, is, is Jeopardy still on? Is it still yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a nightly show, too. What was the... Remember, like, what was it, a couple years ago when... What was the Greg Jennings or Bob Jennings? The Jennings guy that won, like, 80 weeks in a row, and he had... Oh, yeah, the super genius dude. Yeah, and then they put him up against the robot. They finally got smart. And the robot Jeopardy. crushed him. Because everyone would tune in every week just to see this guy again and again and again and again. 
And, and the robot he, really crushed and then he, him. Yeah, oh, because yeah, he's got every piece of information right? ever at his <laughs> fingertips. <laughs> and Chrome. He's a robot. Uh, yeah, he was yeah. beaten by the internet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Making any idiot. Because you're always making a conversation now, and you just people like they have every fact right at their phone. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he should have gone oh. up against Wikipedia. Then he would have had a chance. <laughs> yeah, then he, yeah, he could have been just Wikipedia. misinformation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was changing citations himself before. <laughs> so most and least indebted states, residents of California and Hawaii are the mo- are the most indebted individuals in America, but they're also among a group that are making the most progress in paying down the amount they owe. According to Money Watch, overall debt, and particularly credit card debt, is dropping as a country is set by two complementary trends: a new commitment to fiscal responsibility and lending restrictions that are generally keeping credit out of the hands of people who aren't committed to using debt responsibly. So we're a group of comics here. Yeah, we're fiscally <laughs> responsible. Very responsible, actually. This is a this is a smart topic. <laughs> Isn't it so interesting that like uh, the average person in California? Owes three hundred and thirty-six thousand and one hundred and sixty-nine dollars. I know. I actually reading this. I actually, it's like one of the few times I don't feel poor at all because I'm like, <laughs> right? oh, I just have nothing. But yeah. Like, yeah, nothing's pretty good in this. Yeah, this guy's three hundred thirty-six thousand yeah. away from nothing. Well, it? that's the average. So that means that there are just as many people that owe like a million dollars in debt as there are people that owe nothing. Well, there's some dick who probably owes a billion who just raised the bar up for everybody. Isn't that the no? But they're taking the whole state debt and then just dividing it by the population, No, that's right? the individual no, no, that's debt. That's the average debt per but, individual. But you got to think there's a lot of... Home yeah. loans yeah. and all of Everything that. Everything's... Oh, okay, okay, so okay. Everyone got screwed when they refinanced for... Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody rents yeah, right. like us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the housing crash didn't affect me so much. Yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like, as a comic, everyone says recession, recession. And yeah. I'm just like... I, yeah, Not it's been me. bad. I mean, uh, that 99 cent menu isn't quite what it used to be. In for the first time in my life, it's actually good to be poor. <laughs> yeah, it's become true. Well, as a comic, I've noticed uh, merchandise sales have just slumped right off. You know, we make the back end of our living so much off T-shirts and DVDs or whatever we're mm-hmm. slinging, right? And they uh, they don't buy as much anymore. You have to really make it just like the value menus at McDonald's. You know, you had to cut the prices on everything. It's like my act's worth five dollars on this <laughs> yeah, on this digital right? video disc, right? But yeah, California, Hawaii is expensive. You know what uh, surprised me in that list? Um, Virginia got in there with two hundred and thirty-nine thousand one hundred eighty-six dollars. They were number seven. Um, it's all those DC yuppies. That's all that is. So Virginia's got yeah. some DC money in there. Yeah, you know it's the suburbs. People getting <laughs> in over their heads, trying to be politicians. Well, the the ten least indebted states are like. Nebraska, Iowa, North Dakota, all the places that Ooh. nobody wants to yeah. live. <laughs> yep, there's my home like, state, Kansas, number mm-hmm. six, 130. 133,000. You got to try to be that much. I mean, these just must be horrible, you know. Uh, but that includes cattle and yeah, corn. Right. <laughs> it says it includes everything except for um, uh, student loans, which is weird that they left that out. It's like, who pays those? Yeah. <laughs> Well, of course, because that's, like, all anybody's paying now when you're young is, like, that's the one thing that's going up and up and up and up for everybody. And that's the first thing I paid off. Because I knew really? they keep coming up. That oh, was yeah. a poor, poor decision. Like, no, those are I... things you can ignore for years. No, I have no, literally no. not done a student loan payment in, like, three years. I have a friend in Korea. He moved there just to dodge student loans. Yeah. Just to teach English. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God. Like, he's been over there three years. He moved years. to Korea to avoid the yes. mafia. <laughs> you think that's the <laughs> student loans? That's the first place they would look for people right now. That's what I told them. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you got to stay out of the brothels over there, man. So they're going to find you immediately. <laughs> Why did you make that decision? to? Because I, I didn't want that debt over me for 
like forever. That and credit cards, I got and rid of that afterwards. And you honored your obligation of paying back somebody yes. who you money. <laughs> that, did I you, didn't go to NYU did either. You, you know, I went to a state college, so it's not like I was drowning in debt with okay, it either. Okay. So, but you had? Did you have credit card? I did have it? credit card. I, I paid it all off and then cut them all up. Oh, oh did you? smart man. You yeah. you are you would think that you know you could just <laughs> you would not think that, but now I don't have any like credit score, you know, because I don't have any credit cards. So you could just not use the credit. You don't have to cut them up. That's I know, I know. I, I was just like, I, got, I can't do James, it. James, you ever heard crack? That's what credit cards are to some people. <laughs> it's true. Some it's people like aren't responsible. Oh, dude, once you load your credit card into the iTunes, man, you'll oh. buy everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's easy to forget. It's it's credit cards. The interest rates and stuff on them, they're so made just to trap you. Like, they're just so alluring. And you get, I get so, I get an application like every day. Sorry, yeah. Chase Bank, I don't want your card. Okay. Well, and with all their promotions, I mean, it's seriously like make no payments for five years and oh, forget yeah. that you even had this. And then we're going to have 100% interest every day. Yeah, like, like the deals are great to get yeah. it, but then once you miss late on one payment yeah, by yeah, yeah. A, of like thirty seconds, suddenly now your firstborn child over. is ours. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you gotta go put blood on the front of your yeah. door in order for them to I pass love how always by. like they make all that money off you not paying it, your interest and all that stuff. But then there's always like a thirty dollar fee every year. Like oh, every January on renewal, we're gonna charge you thirty bucks. I'm like, yeah. use your card. Yeah, no, we had to print the card. Plastic is <laughs> not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> We lost it five times last year, and that card cost it. Or the bill, point, or the five to produce. When they bill you the twenty dollars to pay your bill, you're like they'll charge that on the following yeah, like, month just to keep overdraft you coming back. Fees. Yeah, yeah. They are slimy people, and they uh, hold the power in the world. They do. I was like, I mean, can you imagine trying to explain the system of credit? To somebody who like lives in a village in Africa, of just like no, no, we have these plastic things that just pay for everything. You just get to give them a card and walk away, and they'd be seriously like, I don't believe you. Like, <laughs> no, I, there's no way. No, I, I, like, I, I went to Africa ever... once and like trying to explain like debt and stuff. What? Did I literally you really? broke. It, yeah, you yeah. Went yeah to I, I broke it down to to, ap- to oranges. I'm like, okay, so. 16 of these oranges is worth about 50 cents. Okay, so a big bucket of those is worth a dollar. So we need about... I was trying to explain my college debt, actually, yeah, is what yeah. it was. And I was like, I'm going to need about 50,000 of these buckets of oranges to repay my government that lent me money. And they're like, okay, so they just give you money? I'm like, kind of, but got to pay it back. <laughs> they were a good cause. They were like, just give them three goats. It yeah, yeah. was all those buckets. Their personal debt's like a chicken. Right. Yeah, like yeah. the average debt, here's one chicken and one goat. <laughs> their, that was their yeah, That chicken is their friggin' life. Yeah. You know what I mean? You were there for the big goat bubble of 2010. Yeah, I mean, like we're so spoiled here. Like being... Being homeless in America is so different than, like, if you're homeless in America, you have, like, trash cans to look through or buildings to n- lay next to. If you're homeless in Africa, you literally might be eaten by a lion. Yeah. Well, like, even even one step up from that being poor in America, you still have yeah. food. There's still, you know, resor- you know, that's... Oh, yeah, there's always soup kitchens everywhere. You never go hungry as a homeless Well, even that, like, the, 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 I, I don't know how they do it, but if you can sell a hamburger for a dollar, what is that rather than... It's like a soup kitchen of our time, you know what I mean? Like, if you can sell a hamburger to somebody... For a dollar, they're getting subsidies or something in there to make that food that cheap. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's just contracting that out. You know, that's what poor people eat now. Poor people eat the fast food and they eat the well, I mean, Applebee's two for one. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's true, though. Class. I mean, that's all right. Come on. <laughs> hey, come on. It ain't Sizzler. Yeah. Come on. Right. So, South Koreans create a glowing dog. 
South Korean scientists have created a glowing dog using a cloning technique that can help find cures for human diseases such as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. A research team from Seoul National University, SNU, <laughs> said a genetically modified female beagle named Tegan, who was born on 2000, or in 2009, has been found to glow fluorescent green under ultraviolet light, if given a dioxysiline antibiotic, the report said. The researchers who completed a two-year test said the ability to glow can be turned on and off by adding a drug to the dog's food. Has anybody seen the movie Idiocracy? Yes. Like, yes. this is exactly like, we're going to create glowing animals. We're not going to try to, like, do important things. <laughs> like, this is why in 500 years, you, I mean, the American, like, the human beings will be farting are on be, TV yes, and everyone will be right, laughing. Exactly. That's a hilarious movie. <laughs> Isn't it uh, interesting that they have to drug the dog's food? I wonder if they distract him. <laughs> <laughs> they slip it in his drink. Want another whiskey, dog? <laughs> So, I think this just shows that they're trying to find more and more ways to get animal owners to spend all their money for no reason on animals. This is I love a glowing dog. Two hundred bucks. So awesome. Stop glowing. Bring your stoner friends over. <laughs> have a smoke out. And check it out. Turn the lights the off. Turn on the ultraviolet light. Look at the yeah, dog. The, man. the real. Awesome. The real question is here: Is does this dog go to raves? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huge drum and bass band. Yeah. This dog is. He, he would. Be, he would be a hit. dog to take to a rave. He would be. A <laughs> it uh, would be yeah, or glow in the dark bowling. Come yeah, make that yeah. fun. Look at the dogs. Now does the does the poop glow? I you know what I don't know. I think they're just no, making certain cells grow is what it is. But yeah, I think that's why ap the application to it is to find certain diseases because it's only certain things that glow in the. I'm sure you can make its poop glow with just normal technology, like feed it some <laughs> glow sticks. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah. So yeah, take it to a rave, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Starve it and let it go wild. Turn an intellectual topic <laughs> and how to turn poop to glow. This is... <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, this sounds like an option because my, my, uh, my father was having migraine headaches and they injected him with something to make his, like, veins in his brain glow when they gave him, like, the... What's that? The CAT scan? The CAT scan. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That. So it sounds like an offshoot of something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it was designed just to, like, what, locate tumors or just to kind of yeah, help? With all, yeah, to treat Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Okay. I think they're trying to, you know, when they genetically alters, like, those cells will glow. I have no idea. Yeah. It's way over my head, <laughs> scientifically. We know it glows. Yeah. I, think, I was hoping uh, you could cover the science. I, I think Brett got us <laughs> you have been to here. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think they chose a beagle? Like, what was, like, was there a meeting that was like, we got to do a German Shepherd? And he was like, no! Beagles for life, <laughs> and they like had this big debate about what type of dog to do it to. Beagles are cute. Yeah, yeah, Beagle. okay. adorable. Beagles. Beagles are cute. <laughs> that was. I bet you there was a meeting on what kind of dog to use. I know. I think that I would have really loved to have been they there. Were looking for a specific genetic code or something. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Interesting, huh? That's what they, they don't write that article for guys like us, though. I'm like, well, okay. Why did they choose a dog? One in a possum. Yeah. <laughs> South Carolina woman faces trial for fake testicles. The police chief of a small South Carolina town will ask a jury to decide if a woman broke the state's obscenity laws by driving a pickup truck with plastic testicles hanging from the back. Bono, police chief Franco Fuda, <laughs> I think that's how he's ticketed Virginia Tice, 65, in early July at a local convenience store after spying the adornment dangling from her truck. South Carolina law considers a bumper sticker, decal, or device indecent when it describes is in an offensive way as determined by contemporary community standards as sexual acts, excretory functions, or parts of the human body. 
The offense carries a maximum fine of $445, but no jail time. Wow. Yes. I've seen a few of those in L.A., actually. They're all over. Like, I'm from... They're uh, all on SUVs and pickups. Yeah, you go to smaller states, or, you know, kind of backwood states, they're all over the place. But she's, like, 65 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of weird. To th- I mean, my mom's 64 right now, so... <laughs> Like, I'm picturing my mom having anything to do with text- testicles is Hanging off the back scary. of her hybrid? Yeah. That would be funny. If I seen somebody with that hanging <laughs> off the back of a hybrid, I'd stop them and, and just, like, shake their hand. I'm like, good, I get it. <laughs> well, it is kind of weird that, like... Well, she's 65, so they dangle a little lower. <laughs> That's what she's used to. <laughs> she's comfortable. Redneck or, like, one of her kids did that as, like, a prank. She borrowed something. the truck or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? It doesn't... But well, it's, well, it's like they they cast the the balls are from I guess a cow, and so her lawyer is saying their defense is going to be well. Then every farmer that's that's towing cattle is now going to ha- should have to cover up their cow. A little balls. sensor blur. Well, has anybody seen like a pit bull that hasn't been neutered? Oh yeah, like uh, that's yeah. Oh, way man. more offensive than anything <laughs> hanging off of a truck. Oh, like those are, man. Yeah. oh my god, those are like ridiculous. Well, what like, about the, what about like the statue of David? Will you get ticketed for seeing that? And, <laughs> yeah. Like how crazy can you be? Like that's a thing with freedom of speech and things like that. Like as tacky as that is, and I hate to see it. You know, th- that's basically how you start. Decency laws are just a start of just complete censorship. Yeah, totally. And then, like, it becomes, like, swear words. And, like, according to my mother, damn is a swear word. Like, that's, <laughs> like if I say that at home, she literally gets angry with me. And so where who draws the line of, like, what's offensive and what's not offensive? Because when they came for the gypsies, yeah. I said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> when they came for me, it was too late. <laughs> it's, it, it is quite ridiculous because, uh, you, you know, like, our generation doesn't care about stuff like this. We're like, and it's that transition of power, you know. They're all kind of in the power position now, these people. And it's like, hey. Uh, oh, all uh, the baby boomers. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I don't care about obscenity. I don't care about gay marriage. I don't care about any of this stuff. I'd, I'd like to tackle the economy. Can we do that? Yeah. <laughs> I know, seriously. I mean, like, anything, any gay marriage in the news is just such the most uh, distracting issue ever. It's just like, oh, everybody look over here at these smoke and mirrors. Like, <laughs> so nobody pay attention to real things like the debt crisis or the economy. This glowing dot like, over in Korea. Yeah. <laughs> Testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Testicles dangling well, from her truck. She got, was, from what I understood, like, it was like, the officer was like, hey, you need to remove those. And she just was like, no, I'm not gonna. And then it just like kind of escalated. Oh, she was, she was yeah, belligerent yeah, about yeah. it? Well, yeah. I guess enough that he, you know, issued her a $400 ticket. Wow, but what okay. about like, I mean, I grew up with the, it was, it was piss on Ford, on Chevy, on, you know, whatever your least favorite athletic team was. Yeah, it was like Calvin. But the decal. Yeah, yeah. the Calvin. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, you know, do, you, do all those assholes get tickets now? They should. I mean, those things are... Oh, just annoying. Yeah, those are worse. Yeah, now you bring up the bigger topic. Okay. <laughs> annoying bumper sticker. <laughs> Pee it's a bodily function. <laughs> but I remember like just 15 years ago, people who put tennis balls in a sock and put that on their car. And now they're just mm-hmm. upgraded to like <laughs> a plastic manufactured <laughs> testicles. Well, well that you know was, I mean? I mean, the tennis balls in the sock was just promoting like juggling tennis balls with your feet, wasn't it? Like it was just about yeah, like, hey, I have a sock. And, <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Hey, this, had nothing to do with testicles. It had nothing to do with testicles. It was just, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, that's what I always argued when they came up to my car. It was like, no, no, I wear socks and I enjoy playing tennis. I'm, I'm promoting those two things. Yeah, my car's I'm trying to help Haynes and my local country club. So this was a... This, my w- trunk is full. I'm just trying to... This was going on at a time. I don't remember that fad. 
But how happy is the manufacturer of those balls? Oh, yeah. Really? I mean, he's like, wow, they couldn't have paid for better advertising than this. Thank you, <laughs> old creepy lady. That's <laughs> In South Carolina. Uh, so million-dollar fender bender. A blonde woman driving a Bentley crashes into an, an Aston Martin, a Ferrari, Mercedes, and Porsche. That happened in Monte Carlo. How bad a day is that? I love how they had her hair color in the description. <laughs> that's, that's important in Monte yeah. Carlo. Yeah. Of course she was blonde. You know, if it was an Asian woman, it would have been like Asian driver <laughs> crashes. That was the Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, like, Monte Carlo is just crazy. Can you imagine in that block, there's just that amount of expensive cars you could hit? That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, well, like, seriously, what if you, like, what if you... I mean, because people drink and party all the time in Monte Carlo. What if you stumbled out drunk and just, like, tripped and then, like, fell in between two cars and dented them, like, with your elbows and owed them a million dollars? Like, that's... Yeah, like... like, Watch or something. Yeah. With my fake Rolex that I brought so I could fit into Monte Carlo. (laughs) That's the only place that you could just... One little accident's like a million dollars. Yeah, Isn't that seriously. Like, that I would be. I would feel like I was walking on eggshells so much if I was there. <laughs> the entire time, I would just be like, don't sneeze, don't sneeze. You don't know what's around you. Or maybe that's uh-huh. when you go to sue somebody. Oh. How was it five? Maybe you jump out at the last second to get hit by one of these cars and bam. We, it seems like we got a scheme brewing over here. Oh, we're we're going on to... a podcast. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I think no, she just wedged evidence. her way in and then it just. She kinda... just. I mean, how do you hit five cars? That's that is well, crazy. What, I, oh, uh, one car hit one car, and then it, it was no, like a no, domino. What, like. what happened was she was going to pull in, and she thought she had enough space on her left side, but she started scraping one car. Oh. So then she like swerved to the right really quickly to not. Uh, but she didn't look. She just like felt herself scraping one car and was like, ah, I gotta get to the right, and then ran into another car that was driving to a right, who then ran into two parked cars oh. that so were there. it's not all her fault. So it's classic it's female uh, panic. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yes it is. She, was she parallel parking? <laughs> sounds like she yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds like yeah. the genesis of it all was her. Yeah. And how many rich husbands were so Oh, pissed? yeah. <laughs> she obviously really? didn't buy that Martin? car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, it's not the, yeah, it's a whole bunch of... Uh, People who weren't driving them. Well, I love how the article. What is it? The article says something about like the the uh, Mercedes was valued at like ninety three thousand dollars, and it says like in quotations like a paltry ninety three thousand. A meager. Like your standards are off, sir. <laughs> yeah, that guy had a chip on his shoulder who was writing that, huh? Yeah. That's a great thing about internet news. Is it's like, hey, a lot of these guys. If they did pass journalism school, it wasn't by very much. <laughs> they wouldn't have had a job, you know, in the newspaper era. Yeah, yeah that was he, the... He probably lives in Monte Carlo, so he probably has that, like, right. weird attitude. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's just a city, right? Like, it's just one city. Uh, it's, its own laws. It's its own principality. It's a, it's a country. Yeah, they have, like, um, the but it's, one, it's just one. It's like yes. the Vatican. It's yes, one city. exactly. Not, I think it's... There's um, no, like, country yard in Monte Carlo. No, and I think it's literally, like, just like a mile. Like, that's how big the whole country is. I think it's illegal for actual citizens of Monte Carlo to gamble. Like, it's a gam- like that's where they go there for gambling. But if you're a citizen there, you can't gamble. It's like one of those weird states. But I guess- You have to work at the casinos. <laughs> <laughs> those are the only, that's the only, like, industry at all there. So you can't gamble because it's a conflict Oops, of interest. Was it Grace Kelly? I mean, I'm probably sound dumb here. But was it, was it Grace Kelly that married the, the, the prince, like, back in the 50s or something? Like, the, the Hollywood actress from, like, 50 years ago, and she actually married the king and was, like, royalty. Oh, wow. 
I should try that. I don't know. Listeners at home, I mean. Wikipedia. Yeah, please. Get up. <laughs> Get back Are you thinking to of that us. John Goodman film? Probably. I don't King know. King Ralph? <laughs> <laughs> King Ralph. But some no, no, it's the babe. That's you, what you, you, you like the history of Monte Carlo? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. It was just like some Hollywood star. Yeah, and like was 50. Monte Carlo no. pissed that this lady was like the queen of know. Monte Carlo? I just remember she was like an alcoholic or something. It might have been The Wizard of Oz I'm thinking of. I'm not <laughs> All your movies. But growing up, Monte Carlo. Ma- Monte Carlo's always, you know, that's like your. It, that's like when you're in, a, in like a bad store and they want to make it sound high end. It's always like the Monte Carlo edition. You know? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like. Isn't there? Isn't there a Vegas casino called the Monte Carlo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's when right. you know that it's like uh, a trendy <laughs> places when Vegas copies it. Then yeah. it has to be trendy. You know what's Wait, funny is the, the, the picture of that accident, though, actually looked like it could have been outside of Vegas. You're either on the Sunset Strip or Monte Carlo yeah, yeah, when yeah. that's taken. True. So distillery to make South Carolina's first legal moonshine. Two entrepreneurs are taking advantage of South Carolina's new micro distillery laws to make traditional moonshine whiskey legally in the state for the first time. The Dark Corner Distillery will open next month in Greenville, where engineer Joe Fenton and longtime home brewer Richard Wenger will produce and sell small batches of 100-proof moonshine from custom-made copper stills. They say it has a kick but won't numb your mouth. Oh, good. You can get moonshine <laughs> now. The kick's gone. I wonder if you can import that into, into California. Isn't that amazing? Like, this microbrewery is going to just do stuff like this. I think you can. I've seen, uh, like, a... On the uh, the Roxy, a billboard that went up. It's just all black. It just says Moonshine is back or something. Moonshine.com or something. There's no reason against it. I, I couldn't see why you... If you're have gonna you have tried any... it? I've actually tried Moonshine before. Like actual uh, illegal yeah, Moonshine? Yeah, yeah. Like, illegal, no, yeah. No, like illegal Moonshine. Yeah, I've had... Yeah, like yeah. I, yeah, yeah. The I grew people, up in the like, country. Tried it. <laughs> really? I smuggled some from Kentucky. It's actually not bad. But how, like, how small was the it. city you tried it in? Like, How small was it? Yeah. I tried it here in L.A. Shut up. I know. I know, uh, yeah, I know. You got a, you got a pipeline? Yeah. We need to talk. <laughs> we got some. <laughs> I got some. Uh, I got some bowling ball shipments coming in, filled with uh, the fruit inspectors. <laughs> yeah. Did you flew it in. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried it before. It's got like a weird kind of burn that, that sits in your I throat. Liked it. But just to be extra white trash, I chased it with Sunny Delight. Oh, <laughs> nice. Is it bad that I actually literally still love Sunny Delight? Like nah. it's like one of my favorite drinks. It's, it's always lie. on sale at Ralph's. So. It's always trying. It's like it's not orange juice. It's something else. It's like what oh, is this? And on the on the bottle or the whatever it says like contains like three percent actual Ooh. juice. Like it's not. Just sugar water, ju- huh? It's, yes, it's literally just sugar water. So it's horrible <laughs> for just you. Eat that off. Are you like this <laughs> one? They have indoctrinated you. <laughs> yeah. You are their follower. Do you know this is actually true that the uh, that the prohibition party of like the twenties and the thirties still exists today? You can register as a member of the prohibition party, and I in in uh, two thousand eight, uh, the prohibition party got had their own presidential candidate. And I think they got something like 638 votes <laughs> for president. Like this That's is crazy. Well, this I'll is tell a real you one thing. thing. Um, awesome. It's going to be 639 next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the thing that strikes me as weird about that is that there are there's literally people out there. You know, not a lot of them, but there are some people that like think that alcohol is the number one political issue. Like, that's what they want to base their political affiliation Well, I think by. any kind of prohibition doesn't work. If people are going to do things, they're going to do it. Just yeah. like drug prohibition. Obviously, it's not working. Yeah. I just like that the two guys, Richard Wenger and then Joe Fenton, Richard being the, quote-unquote, home small batch brewer, you know, 
It's just funny because they're like, huh, where'd you learn to moonshine so well, Richard? <laughs> no, nowhere. I just uh, read up. I just picked uh, read up some books. Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, Wikipedia <laughs> some stuff and got a, got a t- bat and just, you know, we got product now. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it wasn't passed down from my <laughs> grandpappy. <laughs> where'd you get this big copper still? <laughs> Found it. Is this a Ford Model T? What the? What, what's the French version of moonshine? It was, what's that? Uh, Dapsit? Absent. There you go. I've yeah, never yeah, had yeah. that. I've never had that. They, had, they sell it here in some bars. That stuff's it's, supposed it's to make you hallucinate, like, right? Well, the the version that's the allowed original. in the United States does not have the hallucinogenic okay. added to it. It's still super high proof, but you can only get the hallucinogenic one in Europe. I don't you think you're really drinking. and get it? You think? I don't know, man. It's not like it's lawless up there. Canada's not like what is <laughs> going on up there. He's like, Can we go up there and then hey, and then I shoot a man. I've heard yeah. stories. I've heard you stories. Get your midget. You get free health care. Vancouver is no Wizard of Oz, that's for sure. I've heard stories about that place. But uh, <laughs> you love. I don't know if I like. Uh, I hear all this hallucinogenic. Does it really make you? Does everybody hallucinate it? I doubt it. I, yeah, I, I think it's probably a personal thing, and I think it's also like, I mean. Regular absinthe is like 150 proof. So are you just that drunk that yeah. quickly that you're seeing things? I've like, seen a well, lot yeah, of things that's... when I'm drunk, like yeah. hot chicks yeah. that transform yeah. from ugly chicks earlier. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, uh, that's why Van Gogh had all those hallucinations, because he was starving as an artist, and yeah. he would douse himself with uh, absinthe. Yeah, on an empty stomach. So oh, then he would like, have these. Imagine that hangover. You wake up with no ear. You're just like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I you, think, know, you know why they call it proof? Like the eighty proof uh-oh. or whatever. It, I, from what I understand, it's um, the likelihood that it, that it burns. I guess oh, it's like where yeah, it burns yeah, off. Right. So it's, it's like how much that, ethanol. Yeah, is in it. yeah. So it's like you know, with the moonshine, it's like ninety proof or whatever. So it's like really flammable. Okay. So assuming Jack is what forty proof. So eight. Or yeah, 80 no, proof, so 40% alcohol. It's like half the... Yeah, yeah. And the absinthe is literally like... A, or like European 100%. absinthe is yeah, like... Uh, yeah, it's like 150 proof. And you have to... Pure hangover. Wear a banana hammock when you drink mm-hmm. it. That's why they wear all those funky underwear. So <laughs> you know, in case they get drunk. They're, or, they're too drunk to notice that diaper. it feels uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that's, this why, is, that's why Moonshine smells like gasoline, because he had it in like this glass jar. Mm-hmm. I was like... Oh. Do they do they make you smoke a corn cob pipe every with every sip of moonshine? I think that <laughs> would be a great. Put straw between your yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always Blade stayed away grass. with it. Like the only time I was ever exposed to moonshine was when I'd go to like dirty hippie fish fish shows like ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. There'd be some guy in a van like, hey, you want some of my moonshine? We drove it up from Tennessee. Just looking for some gas money. I'm like, I'm not putting my lips on that bottle. <laughs> Got yeah. any weed? I'll buy some of that. You know. After, after you drink a sip of moonshine, you go sit out <laughs> on your porch and you're like, yeah, I'm telling you, this. Model T automobile is rumbling and grumbling down my block. <laughs> but what smells better, moonshine or patchouli? Come on, let's oh, that's a close one. <laughs> that's a close. Change. Everybody, yeah, thank, the... thank God there was drugs. Can you imagine what hippies would smell like if they were just drunk all the time? Ugh. I like them better dancing, just aimlessly holding hands. <laughs> I went to UC Santa Cruz, and I was an environmental science major. And so, oh, literally, wow. uh, like when I was a freshman, in you my grow your pubes out long for that. <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> it was a requirement. Uh, they checked you before every class. Actually, you were one of them tree hugging uh, hippies. I, I was, but I always felt guilty because I was like, I'm an environmental activist, but like I wear normal clothes. But in my classes, like literally, you could see the progression. Like when I was a freshman. Uh, everybody was pretty normal in the classes, but by the time like I was a junior or senior and these people had been at Santa Cruz for a while, there was literally, like, I remember feeling so guilty because there was a girl, like, 
that was in the major with me, and we kind of made friends when we were freshmen, and then I had like classes with her throughout my like my four year career, and when we were juniors, she decided that she didn't want to be part of the system, and she went and lived in the forest. Uh, literally in the wow. redwood forest that was behind. Someone's got a so, trust fund. So, so then, and then, and then, and then she stopped showering and all that type of stuff. And so Casey. then she would come to class and be like, "Oh, hey, Grant!" Like because we were friends, oh, sort no. of, and want to sit next to me. And it literally was hard for me to focus on learning because the smell was that bad. Ugh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why don't you spray her with some axe? I yeah. know, seriously. Or just like set things on her, like well, she used the. Uh, have you heard of this method to uh, the the crystal deodorant, where you just rub crystals? I'm not even joking. This is a real thing. Like where you like, yeah, you rub crystals under your arm and stuff. Yeah, doesn't work. Big surprise. Really deodorant. <laughs> Big surprise. It's a real thing. Uh, like some sort of spiritual essence. They're, they're magical potions. That's okay. Crazy. What? <laughs> yeah. She's uh, a Wiccan, isn't she? Did you call her Ewok just for fun? Of course. Come in? Really? She definitely was very hairy. <laughs> oh, man. Good Lord. Ah, so honeybees dine off. That's... Uh, no. <laughs> no! Was that the first person to tell you? I think so. Um, but they're thriving in the big cities. Uh, atop Chicago City Hall stand two beehives where there are more than 100,000 bees come and go in patterns more graceful, but just as busy as this traffic on the, sh uh, on the street 11 stories below. The bees are storing honey that will sustain them through the bitter winter and be sold in gift shops just blocks away. One hive has produced 200 pounds of surplus honey compared to the average of 40 pounds. The Chicago's bee success story could be due to the city's abundant and mostly pesticide-free flowers. Many bee experts believe city bees have a leg up on country bees because of a longer nectar flow with people planting flowers that bloom from spring to fall and organic gardening practices, not to mention the urban residents who are building hives at a brisk pace. Beekeeping is thriving in cities across the nation, driven by young hobbyists and green entrepreneurs. Honey from city hives makes its way into swanky restaurants and kitchens behind the bar, or it's mixed into cocktails or stars as an ingredient in honey wine. Ooh. Now, were these bees graduate of Santa Cruz? Uh, yeah, they're <laughs> a lot of Santa Cruz. <laughs> they wear tie-dye. Yeah. <laughs> but people are starting these little, like, uh, hobbyist bee farms. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. This means the epic battle between rural and country has infiltrated the bee community. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was just oh, thinking that between city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the war has begun. <laughs> just like the mice. The mice went through this a little while ago. I don't mm -hmm. know if you remember. The country mouse and the city mouse. But yep. <laughs> <laughs> the bee community is the next to strike. Well, I remember that's why all the, that's why all the bees were dying is because of this new pesticide that they introduced to the the farms. So it's not surprising that the cities are now having thriving bees because you know they're not using it. Oh, actually, like the the crops of farmers that yeah, remember that there was like this them? big scare. What happened to all the bees? Oh, that's, that's right. Like two or two. Three it, well, now. these bee farmers too, like they were um they were saying that they were losing their bees. But then they, w what they do is they take their bees, they tr put them on a truck for four days, plunk them in a farmer's field because it helps to pollinate all the, you right. know, the plants. So it's like, oh, my bees are disappearing. It's like maybe because a bee wasn't meant to be on the back of a truck for four days <laughs> yeah, and yeah. <laughs> sit in a field for two weeks and then go another four days. Like, I don't know. My grandpa used to have a bee uh, farm. Like, really? He lived in Columbia, Missouri. It was actually just a couple acres. But back you know, on the property line, he had like you know, 12 of those little boxes, you know, the white that he would stack, and, you know, he yeah, stack yeah. them on top of it. Did you work it? Did you Hell put no. on the hive? Hell no. The, the, no. Like, the, the, uh, I worked. I would just sit in the house suit. and wait for that honey yeah, to come Yeah, it takes in. a weird type of person, I feel like, that wants to hang out with bees all Usually day. serial killers. Like people that <laughs> yeah. own boa constrictors. My, like, first <laughs> yeah, job, like, when you have your high school or junior high job, was at a bee 
thing. I went and I did really? that. I put on the, the masks really? and I took off. I got stung on like the eyelid. Oh, oh God. And, and why did you do this? As a, like That would be the first indication that like, yeah. oh, I'm not supposed to be doing this <laughs> yeah. job. Why don't you get a job at Dairy Queen? Or I like I liked to test you if you were allergic to bees before you did that. That was just some farmer. I paid me like <laughs> under the table. But like the one sting could have killed you. Yeah, true. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Chances are. Guys, no. I think the real tragedy of this story is as the number of uh, city beehives goes up, the number of city beekeepers without girlfriends is rapidly <laughs> rising. <laughs> it's like trendy now, though. I imagine, I imagine there's it's like, like comic book owners. <laughs> yeah. How how many how many beehives are in Silver Lake now? It's like the trendy yeah. thing. You know what oh, I mean? Oh man! Oh, oh, yeah, it's like they'll the, be popping up. Watch out! The micro brew beehive is what we're dealing with. <laughs> first, here. The pl- first the plaid shirt, now the. Uh, this is an IPA, honey. Um, <laughs> yeah. Blended a Brazilian bee with a Chicago native bee. They're gonna have like rooftop bee tastings, <laughs> like honey tastings. I That'd be weird sh- if you tasted bees. I don't yeah. think anybody. They would should race that them. party. Just little bee races. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Put on a string. I don't know. Now what do you do? You put them in the freezer, right? And then glue string on their back, and then. Oh yeah, because that's right. Because then they like go into like hibernate yeah. mode, but they don't die. So then you can like tie strings on them after you put them in the freezer. That was the old trick with with. Did flies. you ever actually do that? No, no. I think I saw okay. Dennis the Menace or something like that. Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Way back in the day. Dennis dropping knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> but I think you had to use a fishing line because the string was too heavy. Something, yeah, yeah. something weird could like that. Did bees fight each other? Could you have them like... Oh, just battle it off. Fights? <laughs> do bees fight each other? That's a good question. I'm sure. They're, they're territorial about their hives. So if another like worker bee is like... Hey, what's happening in this hive over here? They're gonna be like, "Get the fuck out of here, bro! This is my turn." Yeah, you won't so see they, an ant. But they've only got one chance at the big A bomb they have there, right? Like they have like their finger on the button all the time. It's like I got a big weapon, but if I use it, I'm dead. Yeah, I know. That's like, I mean, think about that. Like, how angry do you have to be that like you're not letting me eat your Dr Pepper? Ah! <laughs> like, uh. Or perhaps they don't know it kills them. Yeah, just instinctually, uh, I'm sure. Well, most animals don't have any <laughs> consciousness of their own mortality, so he's. I'm sure they Insects, can't. Yeah, it's a very yeah. communist view the bee has. You know, it's all for one, one for all. You know, sacrificing like life. Fucking socialist yeah. bees. Yeah. That's what they are, man. Um, polar Delicious bear honey. researcher suspended under investigation for integrity issues. Um, just w- this is from Fox News, by the yeah, way. So you can kind of take the biased view on it. And all that I was kind of skeptical about because there when was I read the there. lead in for it, goes um, researchers drown polar bears, and it was just like a little thing. And I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, how the hell would a researcher drown a polar bear? I'm just like thinking of ways to like, trick a polar bear into. Dr- I'm like, see how long you can hold your breath, polar bear. Yeah. And then on the way up, you just like push a broom on him or something. Like, <laughs> 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 Tap him with your toe, your foot. Uh, I don't think so. Chase the seal. <laughs> that, that's how they. Pre- Prove their manhood in Antarctica. Like all the guys, all the researchers are out there, just like I could fucking drown a polar bear. <laughs> like they're wrestling polar bears. You want to join the researchers club? You gotta pass the test. Yeah. But the uh, whole gist of the article is, I guess he's getting suspended because they were they were following whales and um, just from a, a helicopter, and then they um, they seen four dead polar bears in the water, and they said, oh, they drowned to death. They really didn't do any investigation, and that kind of made it onto Al Gore's inconvenient truth, and then they. You know, so they're investigating these guys to, to see what's up. I'm sure Fox is kind of blowing it out of the out of the water. Well, they're trying to make them look like Nazis. That's well, the thing to disprove the, the global warming. Yes, I mean that's that's what it really is. Is anybody right. on the right is just grasping at straws that will show that global warming isn't real? Yeah, you read know? the article is completely slanted. Yeah, yeah. It's not, like Fox doesn't even try to hide 
their their opinion. You know what I mean? Oh, they're so, way beyond the the, they're, they're the Murdoch Empire doesn't going. care. What's that? The Murdoch Empire doesn't care if uh, news is skewed at all. Yeah, or fake. Yeah, yeah or fake. <laughs> Well, they just always uh, plant a little knowledge, but it's well, I'm a little that way towards CNN too. You know, I, I sometimes they're they're so left that I start to question it too. So. Yeah, you got you got to like bounce back and forth, and then stick to NPR and PBS. Well, and did you like? I love the quote that was in this from Myron Ebel of the of Competitive Enterprise Institute. He said, uh, "If global warming really takes hold here in the next few years, and bad things start to happen, then we can act." But right now, I think we just should just be sitting on our hands. That's literally the quote. <laughs> sitting on the hands. Sitting on our hands. Like how? Like clearly, wow. that's like being like wow. being like if somebody shoots me, then I'll try to prevent somebody <laughs> from shooting me. Like, but if I might the, look into handgun like, laws. Yeah. But, until then. but if polar bears are all dead, who's going to drink Pepsi? That's exactly. The, oh, that's I, know. Right. I will happily. Wow, that's like the scene. Like that's the that's the main problem with people. I think, uh, like when it comes to global warming, is like well, there's no real proof. Let's just wait and see when something happens. Mm-hmm. But global warming is inherently like a snail pace of a change. I mean, like we're talking about the entire global atmosphere right now. So if something goes up half a degree, people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just sit on our hands a little bit longer. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, it's 113 yeah, in Kansas City today. To my dog yeah, that's normal. On fire. Right. Well, and then like clearly, it's going to be too late if it's like, oh, now it's 120 degrees. Now let's do something. Wasn't that about the plot it. of Highlander 2 when they like <laughs> blacked out the sky? I refuse to admit that movie exists. <laughs> You've I had the first one. So you got me Highlander on the mind so now. Highlander 2 was awful. Was I love the villains that had, like, hoverboards. Yeah. It was, it, okay, this is a Nobody has seen... Yeah, nobody, <laughs> a huge, I have so much hatred toward that movie because the first one was so great, and then he just took it off into a whole new direction. But aren't they remaking Highlander now? Oh, dude, they had a TV show, and they, they're on, like, Highlander 6 now or something crazy. Oh, I Am I going to be ostracized if, I'm gonna, if I tell you, admit that I don't know what this movie is? You've never seen any of the Highlanders? No. What is the it? first like, one was it was these guys. They were like um, they can live forever, and they uh, until they get decapitated. Oh. So they would. the The original one starts out in like Scotland way back in the day, and they're like fighting, and then these two Highlanders, and then it like fast forwards three hundred years, and they're fighting in the city, and you know after a wrestling match. Was it after a wrestling match? It was. It was, was like WWF. So it was like this. It was a big cult movie. Like I don't think it had a huge budget, yeah, but it yeah. friggin' it 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 was like started a whole you know. That movie started controversy because they've got a booth at Comic Con. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and when they were like fighting in the cities, where people just like, who are these? No, they were doing the shadows. They would do it in the shadows, and it was like in the alleys, in the parking lots. And nobody knew that it was happening. Yeah, like global warming. (laughs) (laughs) Bring it back around. It's like turns out I've witnessed a lot of Highlander fights in the back alleys. (laughs) Well, usually you're back there to get a blowjob, right? Then there's. Who's these guys? And then all of a sudden, these Nordic swords. Vikings come out of Norway. <laughs> Just ruined your blowjob every time. I swear, officer. But you got to think though, somebody could live forever. They're gonna be like, because back then they're like five feet tall. That was like huge. It'd be like this guy, yeah. this vampire from six hundred years ago. I'm like that that midget. <laughs> like he's not gonna. Oh, grow. He's so cute. Yeah. Give him a little tickle. <laughs> Just a little kid from the monsters. Oh, <laughs> uh, so we'll uh, close on this. Uh, Denise Richards. Regretting her boob job, the 40-year-old actress opens up about her series of botched boob jobs and why she decided to show them off in Playboy. 
Now, do you think being Denise Richards, your biggest problem is your boob charms? Hell no. <laughs> yeah, the fact you're married to Charlie Sheen, probably. Yeah. She's still married to Charlie Sheen? I don't think Did so. Did that Playboy, yeah, no, that that Playboy appearance ago. had Charlie Sheen written all over it? Big <laughs> attention grab, trying to trying to save the marriage. Yeah, that was in the article. So that was <laughs> yeah. the reason she tried to do it. Yeah. What a way to save right? the marriage. Yeah. Do Playboy. Right? Honey, do it Playboy. Come on, I'll love you more. I'll and, stop yeah, cheating. God, I got to get famous so I can live <laughs> in that world. Making you, you know, your wife to shit like that to get yeah. your attention. Yeah, it's like, seriously, it's like making you jealous will clearly strengthen this relationship. <laughs> no kidding. Wasn't that when he was like... Oh, yeah. A platform where millions of men yeah. see my tits. There was a period there when his hijinks weren't so fun. Like, didn't he hold a gun or a knife? Yeah, yeah. He like, I didn't he? I think he hit her one time. Didn't he get arrested for do- domestic abuse? Yeah, his stuff? antics weren't always so playful. Like now yeah, his yeah. antics are like, oh, I'm with some porn stars. At one point, he was actually losing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <he was. laughs> that's that's really funny. <laughs> losing. Well, it was just like for me growing up. Like you know, it's like in the world of Pam Anderson and Elizabeth Hurley. You know, <laughs> like was in like all the all the beautiful like girls you grow up looking at, and like Denise Richards for me, I was like that's all that was always like my hot like that's the hottest girl I'd go for in Hollywood growing really? up. Like as a teen, really? you know, wow. younger. That's Scarlett Denise Richards. What? Now, this is like you know, twelve. Thing, this is like man. twelve. You know, this is like yeah. fifteen years oh, ago. No, yeah, totally. It's like wild always, things. Always, man. yeah, exactly, exactly. Ooh. Great movie. And uh, so was wild things too. So disappointed. I'm like, really? You settled down. Down with Charlie Sheen. I think I think being upset with your boob job is the poster topic for rich people problems. <laughs> like yeah. It's oh like, yeah. Oh, they're like, like college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like denting their yacht. I dented my yacht. Uh, life is so hard, man, out here on these waters. She did their Bentley scratched in Monte Carlo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's like the first doctor gave her two bigger ones. Like, oh, who? poor her. Yeah, that yeah. was the issue oh, I saw. Terrible. I believe. Uh, and then the second one. Gave her two bigger ones again, but she was oh. going through wild, like wild things was being, you know, uh, publicized. Then she didn't want to make a big stink about it. They are helping my career. <laughs> uh, <laughs> these doctors and their They're foresight. When are you gonna? <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like these th- those doctors are just like their schedules are off the hook now. Like, d- you gave Denise Richard two bigger boobs. This is. Yeah. Husband's calling from everywhere. You undercharged her. <laughs> I've heard that happening, though. I have a, a friend of my family. She's like an older lady. She's a friend of my mother's had a, had implants, and the doctor just gave her bigger ones than she wanted. Then she woke how, up. And how do you like, justify that? That's afterwards. such a guy thing to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you got, yeah. go to a female. If you want to get breast implants, go to a female doctor. She's going to do exactly what you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, that doctor like seriously is like. No, no, no. Bigger will be funny. She wanted it. <laughs> she doesn't know what she exactly. wants until she sees these puppies in the mirror. Wait, you can store more things in the yeah. cleavage. The Trust husband's me. like yeah. sliding money under the table like an yeah. illegal yeah. recruiter. Yeah. Like, Just give her the D's. That's probably what happened. Give her the D's. Nobody wants to see. It's double D. Yeah. But it, like, I don't know the procedures for breast implants, but don't you have to go in stages so you don't stretch the skin and hurt yourself? I think they I just know. pull them in. Really? They just yeah. fuck it. I have no idea. Really? Honestly. You can go from A to D without really hurting yourself? Make that a question on your next episode. Do you guys yeah. do you guys actually like fake breasts? Like I felt them. They're uh, they're okay. It, I it prefer seems, the real ones. It, yeah, it seems weird to me when it's like like they well, look they look great. The oh, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. probably good. 15 or 10 years old then they don't feel as real. Okay. But they're getting better with the technology. That that, that is better cuz I want some bounce. Yeah. You know, I want some like <laughs> I want some jiggle. That's like, true when they lie on their back yeah. they go yeah, straight up. Yeah, and it's up. just like boom and it's like good, these grand tetons look so unnatural. But there's this uh, there there's that 
you don't want them too floppy because that's why half these girls get breast implants. Yeah, totally. You got to find this happy medium. It's like right. a, an eighteen-year-old breast. That's yeah. what they want to find. We only—that's—that's that's our that's our goal, fellas. Is only sleep with twenty-two-year-olds for the rest of our life. Okay. Well, you got to think too—they're they're getting saggier because girls are getting boobs and they're like ten. So they've already got. Yeah, like, that's yeah. ridiculous. They used to not sprout until like you know eighteen at prom. I suddenly like you hear a tear because they're. Str- yeah, like, yeah, who's yeah. the dad that's signing off I, on breast implants on their sixteen-year-old daughter? It's, oh, does that happen? I don't yeah. know. Awesome dad, yeah. man. Right. I had a <laughs> the guy who said yes to the iPod way too oh, early. You're my daughter. It's like if yeah, you could. Sure. <laughs> what my uh, my one of my old girlfriends like three or four years ago had a breast reduction while we were dating. Uh, and that was she like hated you. Did she consult? Yeah. She could have yeah. just broken up with you. Well, a like, way to <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, like a month later, she did. <laughs> did you have to play the? I, it's a great idea, honey. I mean, your back of course. won't hurt. I mean, like as I had. Much. I mean, I was supportive, but it did make me nervous because, like, from a, like, and I was like twenty. I don't know. I was younger twenties at this point. Whatever this was. Uh, and so, like, as a dude in my young 20s, like, breast reduction surgery just seemed like the first of a long line of surgeries towards becoming a dude. You know, like, it was like, oh, I, oh you think it's a pit uh, stop towards you? Yeah. Right? Yes. Like, what was, that's, what I, that's what I was nervous was at that time in my life. Well, the thing like, that I really? picture, this is what I picture happen. She goes, Grant, I love you, but I'm going to get a breast reduction surgery. And then for the first time ever, you looked her in the eyes. <laughs> Blue eyes. It worked. Wow. That's uh, beautiful eyes, by the way. After she got it done, you're like, whoa, your eyes are green. <laughs> nobody nobody just pink. listens to her anymore. Says she's like, can you imagine that? Like, she got a breast reduction and, like, all the free and good stuff that happens just doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be hilarious. Uh, she's getting like speeding tickets. It's, it's like that. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like that old Eddie Murphy SNL sketch where he dresses up as a white person, yeah, and then yeah, all yeah, of a sudden like the me, world yeah. changes. <laughs> Here's some money. Just take it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Need a loan? Well, that uh, that wraps up this episode. Uh, go around and see if you guys have anything to plug. Brett, you got anything you uh, you'd like to push? Uh, I'm at the Improv Lab tomorrow night. And uh, on uh, Melrose starts at eight o'clock. Oh, or nice. Eight thirty, rather. Uh, BrettGilbert.com. Yeah, go to BrettGilbert.com. Grant. Uh, yeah, I got a movie that is uh, screening in theaters and festivals uh, all over the country. Motion picture. Extra, yeah. <laughs> the moving picture. Uh, it's, uh, it's, I, I wrote it and I and I and I'm in it. Oh, you wrote uh, it. I wrote it. Oh wow! Directed. Congratulations. No, I did not direct it. I, I co-wrote it and then uh, and then I uh, I was in it and the guy I co-wrote it with directed it. That's awesome. Uh, is this a full length. Or it's no, a, it's a short what's film. It about, or if you don't uh, no, no, it's it's a it's a Just tell me how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic case of mistaken identity where a, a blind date gets mixed up with a job interview and everybody ends up at the right place at the right time with the wrong person. Oh, so, nice. That sounds fun. Uh, wow. Yeah, but it's... That sounds like high art. It's... Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, it's uh Well, we're screening at the DC Film Festival in September uh, and we'll be in a bunch. Will Obama always, be there? What's that? I hope so. Uh, we've we've uh, sent him personal letters inviting him to the screening. <laughs> I'd make him pay for a uh, ticket. But it's called. You can afford it. Yeah. It's called Interview Date, and the uh, the website is interviewdatemovie.com. Oh, cool. Very oh, nice. We'll check that out. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, you, you pulled the Trump card too. Hey, I'm like, hey, Brett, you want to yeah. give another thing now? <laughs> <laughs> now they pulled out movie. Do you want? <laughs> that was in Wild Things too. <laughs> one, one of my favorite movies though is The Man Who Knew Too Little, which is the classic. Like, you know, yeah, that movie's. It's fun. fun. It's a fun premise. 
um, for me, like I guess I'm gonna be in Kansas You'll be City. At Marty's, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Kansas City at the end of the month at Stanford's uh, with Jeff Richards. That'll be the end of August. So if Kansas City, if you're listening, please make it out to that. And then cool. John Sheezer, Facebook, Twitter, all that. And stuff. your your podcast? Well, oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that. Too. <laughs> uh, no, Sportsaholics is a show I do. It's um, comedian based. Like we have a lot of comics, actors. We've been actually starting to have a lot of musicians or bands come on, and um, you'd be amazed at how many people are very, very passionate about sports or played sports. And you know, we've had a few uh, pro athletes. We have an NFL player from the Chiefs on next month, and uh, what I played with him in high school, so it's kind of an oh, so I'm like, it's how an inside, it's an inside. <laughs> Who is deal. that? Uh, Ryan Liljay, he's a left tackle. Nice. Used to just pound my ass and just kick the crap out pound of me. Your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They're like, we weren't gonna let that. Slide. Like when he made the NFL, I'm like. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you feel so much better yeah, on yourself right. when he makes it up. Like, oh, I didn't suck. I was just not world class. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, the podcast is just Sportsaholics. It's on iTunes. You can look it up. Sportsaholics with an X. So right on, guys. Well, uh, thanks for coming out. And this has been Driving Monkey Podcast. Truck out. Ch- check out. Dr- truck out. <laughs> truck out with your <laughs> with your truck out. <laughs> yeah, check out DrivingMonkey.com. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Woo-hoo. Bye.